the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars Time. Dot com. I'm sorry about that. God bless you. hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you, you can be productive. I hope you can learn and grow. And we've got all kinds of things we're going to talk about on the radio show today. Uh, dear, Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, bless each and every one of my listeners with a great weekend. Bless them growing and learning and just be prosperous in everything they touch. Help me to be a mentor to them. Help them to be open-minded and have common sense. And just have the growth that comes from you. And I ask it in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yes, uh, there's so much going on in the car business today. Uh, un- unbelievable um, people. And But, hey, give us a call. There's no dumb questions. I mean, I get a lot of calls all during the week. Uh, tremendous amount. So give us a call here at the radio station, 210-340-9585. We've got open lines, so give us a call. 210-340-9585. Hello, Don Duffy. I still need to call you. Uh, anyway, so uh, the car business, you're, you just don't understand how much education, tremendous amount of education that the dealers, the F&I people, the salespeople, the managers, everybody goes through. I mean, it's, it's you know, here's five questions. I'm going to put it on Facebook Live. Uh, five questions that, you know, the pros must answer monthly. F&I trainers say your answers to five key questions will serve you as a roadmap to unreachable level of performance. And that performance is making money. That's the key, making money. And F&I departments the pressure's on them to make the big the big bucks. And that's why I'm trying to get you mentally, physically, spiritually ready for a battle for your money and understanding what all the tricks are, what's going on, what opportunities you have. And so it says, first question here, how are you growing? This is personal questions to you, to the F&I person, how to get, how they're growing, you know, what's, and it's not just your abilities, but what are you doing what, how do you practice in muscle memory, you know, training, research, rehearsal? This is all stuff that they talk about in this article. You know, research more than how to sell. Dig into what the customers buy. Work deeper in overcoming the customer's objections. And seek to connect with the customers on a higher, greater level. But here's, here's an interesting part on, on this uh, article is. What are you building? You know, every day determines your growth, uh, growing your skills to speak necessarily in training while building successful speaks to consistency of, consistency of it. And that's why we set aside 30 minutes a day to carry out the actions and items you commit to monthly. I mean, they want these F&I people to study even harder Every 30 minutes, UCLA basketball coach John Wooden, he was a, he was a, a legend, created more superstars in sports and life than any other individual ever. And his core principles was to make every day a masterpiece. Hello, Brett and Johnny and Frank and Juan and Don. Uh, Every day, a masterpiece. Every day, what are you doing? Every day, how are you improving? Every day, are you thinking outside the box? Are you studying what your actions are, what what you're saying, what you're doing? You know, and a F&I manager recently brought 
a frequently heard complaint to me, and he said too many deals were blindsiding him. Hey, he's got it. They've got to rehearse everything. They've got to be prepared for everything because they got one shot at you while you're in there in the F and I department to make that four to six grand on you, and some of them ten thousand. You know, we want dealers to make money, but they've got to find a different way than hammering you. I want you educated. I want you well grounded. I want you thinking outside the box with common sense, and that's what I want. Uh, phone number here, 210-340-9585. Get pen and paper. I'm going to give you my phone number later in the show a couple of times. That way you can write it off. I'll write it down and, and give me a call or write it off either way. But, you know, uh, you've got to understand that you're in for a battle. You're in a battle for your money. And these dealers will do anything, say anything to get home field advantage. That's getting you in. lady called me uh, this week. And she was looking, I'm looking for her, an 1819 low mileage uh, XLT Super Crew, exactly what she wants. Hello, Jim and Craig. And so exactly what she wants. And so she said, I found a great deal, Randy. I said, okay, who's got it for sale? She told me, I said, "Mm, that's not a good dealer. That's one I would not recommend, I wouldn't go into. I've got a Ford dealer, If you know, that's a lot better dealer than that one. She said, well, they're advertising this 19 with low miles for 20000 I said, well, let me tell you, they're, they're trying to get you in the door. And when you get there, it's going to be sold. I don't care if, if you call them three minutes away, say, is that truck there? They'll say, yeah, it's here. Come on in. And when you get on home field advantage, you're going against 20, 30 people that will team up against you. And I said, be prepared because that truck's not available. And she said, why not? I said, because... They, as a Ford dealer, they stay up on the market, they stay up on the auction report, and they can take that that truck to the auction and sell it, not for nineteen nine, but for twenty three, twenty four, maybe twenty five thousand. They they will not sell you that truck. That truck won't be there. There'll be a, some kind of excuse, some kind of deal, because they can take that truck and go sell it for twenty four thousand. Why would they sell it for twenty four thousand or sell it to you for nineteen nine? I said, I can prove to you with my app on my phone, because all dealers have the, the apps for the auction reports, what these trucks will bring at the auction. And, you you know, they're not going to sell that truck there. They're going to take it to the auction to sell it. She said, well, that makes sense. And I said, and have you got your financing? She does have her financing lined up. You do understand that that same financing you got lined up sells extended warranty. She said, yeah. I said, okay. I said, but if you want to go play the games, go on into that dealership, and you'll find out that they don't have that truck or they won't sell it to you at that figure, or you got to do their financing at 20%. They'll, they'll overcome somehow, some way. See, it gets back to Foursquare. What is Foursquare? And so uh, thank you for the advice, Jim and Michael. And so what is Foursquare? They're going to get you there and sell you on the price. Now, just in case they would take that 19.9, you're going to have to give your trade away. You're going to have to give a lot of extra interest on the loan because they need to pick up that extra money. And they're going to extend the payments even further out. And they're going to work you as, as hard as they can. They're going to have some extra options on it that you're going to have to pay. They're probably going to have sealants on there. But there, there's other ways of making that money. If they would sell that truck at that figure, they're going to pile on another 10000 somehow, some way, to make the profit they need to sell that truck. They're not a low-mileage, real nice, late-model truck like that. They're not going to give it away. You know, I, I had a guy come in the other day on, on a unit of mine, and he made me a low offer. You know, and he, my salesperson came to me and told me, I said, now hold it. This let me show you what this unit will bring at the auction, and he is three thousand below what I can sell at the auction. I'll take it to the auction and sell it. I'm a broker. I sell all over the United States. I, I do a lot of OVE. I do a lot of other situations, and and there's a lot of opportunities for me. And I know the market, and you need to know the market. That's why I tell you go to learn to buy and sell cars dot com. Follow the process. Number one, go to ftc.gov. That's franktommycharles.gov. Look at your credit score. Make sure you know exactly where it is. Look at your credit. Study it hard. See if anybody's trying to steal your identity. See if, uh, you know, you've 
paid something that they didn't take off or you need to pay something that needs to be taken off, get your score as high as you can so you can get your interest rate as low as you can. That way you can shop five or six banks or credit union to get the lowest rates you get. Now, if they match the the bank that you're doing business with or the credit union, uh, get new avenue. They save that other bank that you've been doing business with for emergencies and, and be prepared. we got to be mentally, physically, spiritually ready for how do we spend our money, how we conduct business, how we conduct uh, our actions, just like John Wooden said right here, you know, make every day a masterpiece. Hello, Amy and Weston. And so uh, you've got to make every day do the best you can. I mean, sometimes we get lax. Sometimes we don't do put the effort in that we need to put in, you know, and how well, here's another question that F&I people have to ask themselves in part of their training. How well are you connecting? Does your offer rise to the level of resistance? Are you irresistible? Are you at that level of irresistible? Is your sales technique irresistible? Have you set a goal that stretches your potential? Don't give too much weight to people telling you how well you're doing when you know you can even do more. These are constant questions that they ask F&I people in order to go to that next level. But I still love the, the one about John Wooden because he made a difference in people's lives. And he, he knew how to be a mentor, how to what affects people. But, I mean, it says here to make every day a masterpiece. What are you doing? What's your character like? How are you working with people? What's the best talent you've got? Are you using it or are you neglecting it? Hey, we're all lucky that we've got a mind that we can think and react. But, I mean, if we don't react right, we don't take – we let some – we go into these car lots and we let some young person tell us what we can afford. They don't know what we can afford. They don't know about our how stable our job is, how stable our family life is, what's going on in our lives. And they're going to tell us what we can afford. The F&I person's going to tell you, oh, you need this, you need that. Maybe you don't. I mean, I'm, right now I'm still talking to a bunch of extended warranty people that will that's going to come out with the extended warranty. It's going to be awesome. It's going to change the extended warranty business. It's going to be monthly rates that you can get. And, you know, and when you need it, I mean, you know, you don't have to buy it when you're still under warranty with the factory if you bought a new car or you bought one that still has extended warranty or if it has warranty at all. And so that's going to be a monthly deal. So, you know, things are going to change in the car business. We're going to see autonomous cars in the next four or five years. A lot of people don't believe that. I believe it. And I, you can call me on my mobile and I'll explain why. 830 Eight nine, I want to give you that number so you can give me a call. But you've got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for battle. Hey, Randolph Brooks ought to be sponsoring my show because I really love them and I really promote them. They give you an extra thirty days, extra thirty days. Why? Because they know that the car dealers are not going to leave you with any cash. You're going to have to regroup and get a little money flowing, and in order to make it to survive your situation. And they understand that. I think it needs to be 60 days if you're buying a new vehicle because, number one, of course, it drops the value. You drive off the showroom floor. It takes a crash. You know, it's amazing to me uh, how we buy on emotions, how we buy on feelings, what controls us. Good morning, Mike and, and uh, Joe. Uh, Fry Hat, Fry, I love Fry Hat's hamburgers. Uh, and so... Uh, you know, it's amazing to me, you know, we can't step into the future while we're living in the past, the past bad decisions, the past, uh, are you still making all those car payments? Are you still trying to outrun the value? Hello, Amy and Gwen. And so, you know, thoughts and impulses turn self-destructive. They turn into self-destruction for us if we're not controlled or channeled. What? How are you controlling what you're what you're doing? How, how are you controlling your feelings? We got a phone call, listener. Thank you for calling. How are you controlling your thoughts, your actions? You know, every time we buy something, it starts with a thought, and then it goes into actions, 
and then it goes into debtor's prison. And so if, if you're not making that right decision and taking your time, and, and so you're going you're gonna to be in a situation that's going to be with you for six, seven, eight years. And so uh, I want you to be ready mentally, physically, and spiritually for that battle. We got Haywood online. Hello, Haywood. How you doing today? Fine. I uh, I need to ask you a question. My son's fixed to buy a jacked up Dodge with a delete uh, with the stuff deleted on it, and I got my reservations about it. Well, if it's been deleted and he's buying it from a car dealer, it's illegal. It's a federal offense, and most dealers. They're above the law. They don't pay any attention to it. And they're supposed to have it posted in their dealership, in the sales offices, that it's illegal to sell a deleted car or truck with no emissions by a car dealer. Now, individuals get by with it, but car dealers don't. Now, some car dealers even will go around their license and and try to do it that way, too, because it is illegal. But there's car dealers in this town and all over Texas, that sell deleted units. Now, what most of the time, they got to have a tuner in it and when they delete it. And the tuner puts in more horsepower, dumps in more diesel. Does the motor last as long? Most of the time, it doesn't. I've had a lot of diesel mechanics tell me that it's, it's bad farm, so you've got to figure that. Now, a jacked-up truck, it's more, it's more wear and tear on your suspension, your, your parts, your transmission, your end. So, I mean... I, I was talking to a gentleman the other day, and his son wants the same situation. I get this call all the time about, you know, my son bought I, – I had a guy a year ago that I bought his 5.9 diesel that had a tuner, was jacked up. They went to Dallas and bought it. And so what happened there was that time he got it, he had a few miles on it, and the motor went south. And the poor people, they still owed a tremendous amount of money. They had to go make a separate loan to sell that truck. They were sick of it. They couldn't get the dealer to do nothing about it. It had been on uh, emissions deleted for a long time. It had uh, a tuner in it. And the motor went south because it's rougher on a vehicle if it's not factory you know, emissions and uh, on the ECM. So there's a lot of things that go with it. Your, you know, your your concern is good for your son. You're watching out for him, but maybe he needs to buy a stock one. And if he wants to do that stuff, do it on his own because it's probably about the same money. Time you jack one up, put wheels and tires on it, take the lead out. I'd save the emissions if I was him, and and not get rid of them because that's valuable. If you get rid of them with some mechanic or some place that'll delete it for you, they'll sell it, and make a lot of money. Hey, that stuff's worth two, three grand if you have to put it back on in order to sell it. And new car dealers are smart enough. Most of them won't sell one that way. They'll wholesale it, but they won't retail it because it's illegal to retail. So, Haywood, that's a great, great question. I get that a bunch of times. You got anything else? That'd be it. I just I, I thought it was a bad idea. Well, I agree with you. And it depends on what kind of money he's, he's spending and what he needs to weigh it up. I mean, if the unit's way cheap and he's prepared to put a motor in it, or he's prepared to do some work to it. And he's mechanically inclined, too. I mean, there's some guys that can work on this stuff. Hello, William and Milton and Cliff and Ronnie. And so, you know, there's stuff that they can do, but you got to weigh it up, know what the market is, know what's going on. But also, it's a $25,000 federal fine if a dealer sells one to an individual that's been deleted. And a lot of dealers, I had a president of the San Antonio Used Car Dealer Association come in one day and ask me that question. I said, you're president of the association and you don't know that, you know, it's legal or not legal? I mean, you know, how, how you know, I tried to clean up the business years ago. And, you know, I was a director of the Used Car Dealer Association for 40 years. And they, they wanted to clean up the business. I said, well, let's, let's get a small fee license for all salesmen, all buyers, everybody in the, in the car business that sells a car. Let's get a small bond, and let's get four hours of education every other year. Let's educate the the public, but also let's educate the, the salespeople and the people in the business. New car dealers don't educate our people. 
We, you know, I educate anybody that works for me because I want them to know the laws. I want to know what's right. I want to. I don't want the problem down the road. But I'm gonna tell you, some lawyer's gonna nail some use a new or used car dealer that's selling emissions deleted, and it's gonna open up a can of worms. And they're gonna come through there. The feds are and go through all your books and see how many you've sold deleted. Call your customers, find out if they're deleted or not. There might be a war going on. Thank you, Haywood. That's a great question. I really appreciate what you what you asked there. Hello, Roger and Tammy. And so uh, I'm talking about stepping into the future. You know, we make these decisions today. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. You know, I love Proverbs 1.5, let the wise uh, listen and add to their learning. How much are you learning? How much are you walking with? You know, and it, Proverbs 13.20 says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. How many fools, because their brother-in-law, their their cousin, other employees, hello, David Robinson, hey, there's an auction man that's retired. And so how many fools have bought a unit because, oh, my, somebody else bought one, and if they can afford it, I can afford it. There's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford, and I'm going to tell you them can't afford are miserable. So buy what you can afford. Take my advice. Do whatever your little heart desires, but study about it. Do, do work about it. You know, walk with the wise. Don't walk with somebody that's foolish and makes quick decisions. Don't pray about it. Don't, don't work on it. Don't accept it. Don't look at today and, and say, oh, I, I can afford it today. But it's just like my buddy told me many a year ago. I said, how do you like them payments on your your new truck, and he'd bought a high-dollar truck, and it was over his head. He was living above his means. And he said, man, the payments aren't too bad, but they come too often. You ever feel that way? Man, here we are. It, it, you know, we're on the 18th day of January. I, it just seemed like yesterday was the first. I mean, our lives are going so fast, and we're making decisions so fast, and we're not thinking about the future. We're not thinking about what we can do. It. What's it going to be worth? You know, and I had a gentleman tell me, he said, I'm buying this new Ford diesel, and he, I get so many calls. Please call me. I'm, I'm going to give my phone number out second half of the show. He said, man, I, I just can't believe it, you know. I'm buying this $80,000 new Ford truck. I said, what's it going to be worth in three, four years? I said, well, how many miles are you going to put on it? He said, about 40000 maybe 50000 a year. So I said, you're going to have 150,000 miles in three years? And he said, yeah. And I said, you, then you want to trade? And he said, yeah. I said, 25000 He said, from 80000 to 25000 I said, well, I can show you where we can buy three-year-olds, 150,000 miles on them right now. A lot of people are getting out of diesels. Because the maintenance is so high and breakage is so high. I've got a lot of people who work with a truck have gone to gas because, number one, the maintenance is so cheap. The gas fuel mileage is not much difference. They'll pull whatever you want to pull. And so make decisions. I've got a landscaper who loves his gas truck. And, and, and if the motor goes out, i got Buddy Wayne Gibbons that builds paint booths, the best paint booths in the country. You know, and he was running diesels, and every time they broke, they were six to 10000 to fix. He said, you know what? I can put a new motor in one for almost nothing compared to that. And so he's gone to gas. And so, but, you know, you've got to understand what it costs in the long run. Look at the future. You know, think about it. Now, don't rush into a decision that will crash you down the road. I mean, people are signing seven-year notes on cars and trucks right now. Is that the right way to do it? How is your job? How stable is your job? How stable is your health? Do we know what will happen tomorrow? And we're making decisions today that will follow us for seven years? You know, it's these advertisements sound too good to be true. And uh, I had I'm going to talk about in the next half about what's going on. The great deals, December to remember. Hey, car dealers, remember December. They got the big bonus. They made big money. Hey, they loved 2019. But now it starts all over. They're behind the game. They got to get caught up. Guess what? Now we've got some great deals for this month. Just like I told that lady in December. She said, December's a month to, to buy. I heard it on radio on the news. I heard it on TV on the news. She said, December's the best month to buy. I said, they're going to have the same deals or, or bigger 
Now we got bigger deals in January, bigger rebates, zero interest. I'll, I'll tell you about a lady that called me on that unit. Called me, said, what should she do? She's looking at new or used, trying to make that decision. First question I said, how much cash you got to put down? That's the key. Cash is still king. You know, it really is. It's your hard-earned money. You've got that partner, Uncle Sam. He's going to get his part no matter what. So you've got to understand exactly what you're doing. The good Lord blesses us. He gives us talents. He gives us the ability to make money. He gives us a, a mind to think about. But sometimes our mind gets out of control. Our mind gets to wanting everything, grasping for everything. The lust of the eye. Where's the lust of the eye on here? The older I get, the more I want to be simple. I want to be just as plain as I can be. I, you know, you've got to think about the future of what's going to be. And happiness, it disappears. Joy comes from the Lord. And that's what you want to continue to work on. God bless you. We're going to take a four-minute break. Facebook, we'll be back in just a minute. God bless you. Hey, call somebody. Tell somebody to go to Facebook Live or listen to our show. God bless you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. You know, a rotten apple, you know, is will spoil the barrel. And, it, you know, that applies to friendships, too. Our friends and our associates affect uh, sometimes profoundly. Your friends can influence you into spending money on a new car that you can't afford. They can't afford it, or maybe they can't afford it, because you and your friends will surely grow to resemble each other. Just because somebody's doing something, do you got to do it too? You know, I mean, your mother told you years ago, uh, if somebody was jumping off a cliff, was you going to jump off a cliff? No. You know, when most people need advice, they they go to their friends first because friends accept them and usually agree with them. But that is why they may not be able to help them when difficult decisions come around. Hello, Shirley and Johnny and Don. And so what wise people with experience and have succeeded, they're not afraid to tell the truth. Who are the wise and godly people who can warn you ahead of the pitfalls, the problems? That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to warn you of what's coming on, what you've done, what's the possibilities, you know. Uh, did you, did you, who do you blame when you make this bad decision on a new vehicle? That's what's amazing to me. Most people don't blame the dealership or the salesperson, you know. They're so smooth, they make you think that you made the decision. And that, you know, they, it's all psychology and sociology. And that's what the car dealers have been studying the last 10 years. That's why we've seen tremendous changes in the car business the last 10 years. Because they're so smooth at, at talking you in to, to buying that vehicle that you can afford it. Not to think about maintenance. Not to think about going to need tires down the road, brakes, all kinds of stuff. Uh, all changes. I mean, filter changes. Just that added up cost. But if you realize that's what it is and you add it into your budget and you understand what you're going to spend on one, it, you know, like Ferraris. I mean, a buddy of mine bought a Ferrari, and he didn't know that when he took it in to get it serviced it was $10,000. He liked to have a heart attack. I said, I told you when you bought that, dude, be prepared when you take it in for service. And he, he here's another thing. He bought an enclosed trailer. Because he had to go 150 miles to the nearest Ferrari dealer. He bought an enclosed trailer to take it there. And then he left it, and then he went back home. And then they called him, said it's ready. He goes over there, and it's $10,000 of service, this little darling. Mercy, mercy me. Was that fun or what? And so I want you to understand that your friends can lead you astray. Your friends don't know the car business. Hey, very few people know the car business. The people in the business know it, but when they get out, they're behind times because chimes change every five, three years, sometimes every year. 
new things come out. Right now, it's convenience. Right now, it's selling in the service department. There's change. They're wanting every avenue of selling you, just like Foursquare, just like that lady with that price. They were going to get her in there on the price, but I guarantee you they're not going to sell that car for that price. If they happen to, they've already added up on uh, F&I, GAP, uh, add-ons, seals, um, just everything, extended warranty. They figured they got about $10,000 profit added on it. And so you've got to be ready mentally, spiritually, and physically for a battle on your money. Have a real conversation. We're back in the F&I magazine, you know, and then we got F&I over here. I'm going to show you this. It says here, F&I Think Tank, making F&I great again. Get in the discussion. Hey, they want you in the discussion. They're going to show you right there. They're going to show you what's going on. You know, it says here, a way of learning for a new era of automotive retailing. You know, make make F and I great again. Why? Because that's where the profit is. That's why you're you know you're thinking they're helping you. Well, we just happen to have an article on this side of the magazine, not the same company, different company. And so this side of the, says buying a vehicle is a major purchase. Woo! They really do not know and understand the options available in connection with their purchase. See, they know you don't know, and they want you to make the right decisions to help them make money. That's the key. Customers ask themselves three questions every about every F&I manager. Can I trust this person? No. If, if money's a factor and, and they want all they can get, does she know what she's talking about? They're talking about all F&I women. Men are in the same situation. Does he or she really care about me, or is he or she just trying to sell me something? Customers care, don't care how much you know until you show how much you care. And it's all about the money. That's Zig Ziglar. But he don't, he don't, he's not in the car business. He's, he's in, you know, in other types of building you up and, and making you better and making better decisions. Hey, every day really is a beautiful day to help a customer. And all we need to do is have a conversation with them about their options. You're going to sell the options, sell the possibility. You know, that's why I tell you to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. Also, we got time if you want to give us a call, 210 340 I'm doing better, Barry. So give us a call. There's no dumb questions. But go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow it. Go to FTC. Get your, your credit score. Clean it up. Study it. And then talk to your bank. Talk to your mechanic. Talk to body shops. Talk to people that own them. You know, we don't carry enough conversation after, about the vehicle people are driving. Do you like it? Would you buy it again? Have you had any problems with it? You know, I had a buddy, though, that uh, in the car business, and we're still buddies. But anyway... Every vehicle he has is the world's best. Yours is terrible, but his is the best. It's the best thing. And, you know, he'd brag on it, brag on it. And, it, you know, I'd say, did you sell that car? Oh, yeah, I sold that car. It's a piece of crap. I said, you didn't tell me that. You told me how great it was. Well, he said, well, I was trying to sell it to you. I wasn't going to tell you all the issues of it. You know, you need to look at it and figure it out yourself. I said, yeah, but you've been you've been the one that's been living in it for the last you know, 30 days, you should know. But, I mean, used to, our word was good. I mean, I was listening to a commentator the other day, and he said 50 years ago, people's word was good, and their handshake meant something. Not anymore. People's word's not good. Their handshake's not good anymore. And and I understand how so many people tell me, said, man, when I walk into a dealership, I hate it. I'd rather go to the dentist than go to the car dealership. It's because you know that you can't beat these people unless you've got some kind of education, some kind of learning, some kind of things that will give you some kind of idea of what's going on. And that's what Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com is about. So you've what you've done, you've talked to people, you've figured out what you're going to buy, what's the best for you. Hello, Marilyn, Massey, Vincent, and Brett. Uh, so have you have you done your homework? A little effort will save you a little money, but a big effort will save you a lot of money. 
I've had so many people call me lately saying, thank you for what you've taught me. Thank you for opening my eyes. Thank you for helping me get some common sense of what I'm doing. You know, buy what you can afford. Don't listen to anybody else. Don't don't let your friends influence you just because they're driving something. You know, if you can afford it, buy it. Take my advice, you know. Do what your little heart desires. But don't let somebody, don't let commercials, don't let the your neighbor, your friends influence you when you know better. Don't let the service person influence you. I mean, I was talking to a, a big used car dealer, uh, not used car, he's a new car, he's a used car manager at a new car store. And I said, man, it's tough to find nice low mileage cars. He said, we're getting them off the service department. We People are coming in there. Our service riders are taught to talk to these people, tell them, you know, you got 50,000, 60,000 miles. You might want to trade now before you start spending a bunch of money. And they're telling them, your car's worth a lot of money right now, but the dealerships are not giving them a lot of money. The dealerships, after the fear comes in your in your heart, saying, oh, I'm about to spend a bunch of money on this vehicle. I need me a new vehicle. They know what to say. They know what to do. To put it, and then they turn you over to a salesperson, and they're ready. And then the used car manager said, "Hey, these people are scared that they might have to spend some money on the car." And so, wham! There they are. I don't know if I talked about it on this show or another. I got so many shows right now about a good friend of mine called me about his son bought a used car from a big time dealership in this town, and I told him number one that was the first mistake. That dealership is not a good one. And he said, "Well, he's had nothing. He's had it two months now." And it's been in the shop for six weeks. They get it out, fix something, and something else is wrong. And now the turbo's out. And the turbo might have caused the problem before. They fixed one element, but now the turbo's out. And I said, you're lucky the transmission had fell out. But I don't understand this dealership, every dealership, tries to sell you extended warranty. And so he called his son, and he called me back, and he said, no, this dealer d- dealership didn't try to sell him extended warranty. I said, well, he knew something was wrong. He knew that situation. He knew or they knew that this was about to happen, or they knew what the past history on these cars are. And so now he's put a head on it. He's put about to put a turbo in it. And I told him, I said, in the near future, you'll be putting a transmission in it too. This kid owes ten, fifteen thousand too much on a used car. That was not going to outrun that note. Those are not great cars. And, and it's he fell in that situation. His dad told me, he said, he doesn't listen to him. He doesn't listen to anybody. He just goes and does it on and on. How much do we trust? Do we trust these people? Just like this article says, you know, you know, the customers ask themselves three questions. Can I trust this person? When money's a factor and money's their God, you can't trust anybody. I'm serious. I mean, when they think more of money than the customer, and that's the car business today. The the money has to be there because it's a million and a half, two million a month, about to even keep going up. Nothing's gone down in the car business in, in overhead, and it's about to get higher and higher. Hey, I've leased half my lot. I love it. We're working together. We're helping each other. They're paying lots of my overhead. It works to the best advantage. And they're getting people financed at a great rate that I can't get financed. And I don't want to do the financing. They've, they've, I've seen some 11 and 14 interest rate. Plus, we want to make sure that they're not overpaying. We, we sold a, a car the other day that uh, the people told me later. They said, we've been shopping at buy here, pay here places. And it was a lot higher. These these cars are five to eight thousand higher than y'all's cars. I said, well, that's part of their business and that's their money. We're getting you financed with a company that'll build your credit. Number one, but uh, Patricia is getting some people financed that I can't believe she's getting financed at eleven, twelve, fourteen percent interest. You've got to work the dealers as hard as they're working you. That's the key because hey, this is this is a game. We we keep score with your money, and and that's the sad situation. It's, I, I know it's hard for people to say that, but it is, and you, and then it becomes in your in your game. You're you're on the team. You're trying to make it work, and it's a struggle. And you but you've got to understand that what man makes breaks. Nothing lasts forever. We gotta let dealers make money, but you don't want to get ripped off. You, you want them to work on a small percentage. 
You want to get the best deal you can that will fit you and your lifestyle where it will handle properly. And so give me a call if your credit's weak, 830-708-4789. If your credit's weak, I'll hook you up with Patricia, and we'll see. make sure that you get the best rate that you can get. Hey, if your credit's bad, you're going to have to pay more interest. That's just it. But don't do a title loan at 330% interest. Now, there's there's regulations. or regulations on the terrible business of title loans. And then there's regulations on financing. The, the most you can charge is 26.78%. Now, on a newer car, if it's late model, it's, I think, 17 or 18%. I haven't followed that real close lately. So interest rate does matter. It matters, and it matters big time, but also the price of the car. And I used to uh, – hey, and income tax checks aren't free money from the government. It's your hard-earned money that you earned. The employer set it aside, and you get it back at the end of the year. Take chance right now. Be wise with your money. Just like we talked about Proverbs, walk with the wise. Walk with the wise, not the fools. Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. You want to harm your credit? You want to harm your bank account? You want to harm your relationship? You want to be a foot? You want to borrow a car? You want to look for something? I had a gentleman call me about a pickup uh, Monday. He said, I need to sell this pickup and buy something cheaper. I said, why? I said, that pickup you've got's got good miles on it. Yeah. Well, I think I need something cheaper. I said, "Well, if you sell your truck, you're not going. You're going to sell it for what you owe on it. And then you're going to go buy something else, and you don't know what condition it's in, and you you know you're going to give somebody else profit on the deal. So you're giving profit. You're downsizing. You're buying more miles. You're going to end up with something with double or triple the miles you got on your truck. Keep your truck." He said, "Randy, I'm trying to give you business. I'm trying to give you right the right decisions." the right options. Don't do that. You're making a mistake. You've got a good truck with 60,000 miles, and if you downsize to an $8,000, seven dollars or $8,000 truck, you're going to be with something with 130, 40 to 180,000 miles. Sometimes we don't think straight. Sometimes we think that we've got to make a decision, and his payments would be about the same on an $8,000 truck that somebody's making money on or I'm making money on. I, I can't, I've got to work for profit. I can't work for nothing. And But I just like I had gentlemen, I beat all these independent, you know, the buying service, you know, everybody says, oh, I want to go to Costco. I want to go to USAA. I want to do this. I want to do that. Hey, dealers have to pay big time every month to be on those services. Hey, and they don't care if you're giving good price or not. USAA, uh, Costco, uh, whoever's got a buying service, I, I, I get I laugh at uh, Cars Guru. I was on them, and we'd advertise a vehicle, and it would be a bad deal. They don't know the market. They're going by the computer. That computer don't know that car. It can't see that car. It don't know what condition it's in. And so I dropped the price four or five hundred, and it would become a great deal. Now, how can it be a bad deal? And I dropped the price four or five hundred and go to a great deal on a fifteen thousand dollar vehicle. A small, small percentage would take it from a bad deal to a good deal. See, this is all buying service. Hey, Costco, they charge you a whole lot of money to be on there every month, so you got to make a whole lot of money when when it happens. It's just like on another station in San Antonio. The the guy tells, talks about new cars. Oh, and you're going to be a VIP customer. The problem with being a VIP customer, it goes to your head. You think about, it, oh man, I'm a I'm a VIP. I'm gonna walk in this dealership. I'm somebody special. Yeah, you're special. They make eight thousand dollars average on the VIP customers. Why? Because their finance is not set up. They don't understand extended warranties. They think these, that their VIP, their head gets messed up on it. And you walk in there and you lay down and you buy and you pay the top money on everything. Be a VIP customer? No. I'd rather be an educated customer instead of a VIP customer because it, an educated customer makes common sense, thinks about it, does their homework, no, 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 if you're a VIP customer, you just jump up and let's go buy a car. You don't check the market. You don't check what you can get financed. You don't check nothing. 
I don't want you to be that way. I want you to make the right decisions. I want your head straight. I want you to understand your finances, your budget, what you're buying, how long it's going to last, what you've got to do to it. If you've got a mechanic, if it's got special tires, if it's, you know, right now I, I tell everybody that I talk to, if you buy a 11 on up new Ford, Chevy, Dodge, uh, diesel, Hey, change the fuel filters every 10,000 miles. Recommendation by the factory is 20,000. You'll blow the fuel system up. going to cost you $12,000 to replace it. Hey, there's things that you need to know about these units. I look at vehicles with 100, 200, 300,000 miles on them. I had a lady call me this week also. She's got a Camry. It's got 150,000 miles on it. And I said, anything wrong with it? No. I need to buy me a new one. I said, why? Well, you know, it's got a lot of miles on it. I said, you know. And she said, I just put new tires on it, and I've changed the timing belt. Uh, you know, what else should I do? I said, keep it enough. You've done the best part about it. Your brakes are good. Everything's good. It's got another 100,000, 200,000 miles on it. But, you know, with the phone, you can get picked up quick. With the phone, you know what's going on. You're connected with somebody. I said, but I'd keep driving it. I'd maybe, you know, check your battery. Check your battery. Go to you can go to AutoZone, uh, O'Reilly's, all these places. Have them check your battery and your alternator. And if they've got somebody around there that does it, you need one. You can buy it there and get it changed out. There's places they call uh, bring your own parts. They got one in New Braunfels. You know, a friend of mine said they're going. This is the labor they're going to charge me to do it. I said, well, buy the part and go over and get it. You know, I said I would get it from Amazon. The part from Amazon. I'm saving a lot of money on Amazon. Of course, the mechanics don't like me telling everybody about that. But I saved $120 on a fuel pump the other day, you know. And so Amazon delivered it. Now, if you can wait, then take the part over there. Hey, that would save the, the labor to put the part in. Do you want to save it or do you want to pay the 120 extra for that part and 120 to put it in? You know, th- that's the key. Do a little work. Do a little research. Put a little effort in. Talk to somebody. Talk to everybody around. Hey, go to YouTube. YouTube will tell you how to fix anything, how long it's going to take to fix it. I had a gentleman ask me the other day. He said, I got a rear main seal that's leaking. He said, uh, how long? Is, how many hours is that? Well, I said, go on to YouTube and find out. YouTube will tell you. All kinds. Google will tell you. There's, we've got so much information out there. But are we using it? Are we taking that time? Are we lazy? Are we productive? Hey, every day needs to be a masterpiece. That's what John Wooden says, and I agree with him. I, that's why I, I do these radio shows. I want to be a masterpiece in what I'm doing, what I'm talking about, what I'm producing. I want to be there for you. I want this opportunity for you to grow and learn and understand and have an even playing field. Nobody wants to tell you what I'm telling you. The guy that's on that other radio station that talks about new ones, he sells whatever Close to, and you can become a VIP customer. The problem is a VIP customer is going to cost you a lot of money unless you've got your head straight, your financing lined up, understanding extended warranties not to buy. He he believes in leases. Hey, you know, Dave Ramsey don't believe in leases. I don't believe in leases, but he does. Why? Because he's making money. He's promoting the new car dealers. He don't care if the new car dealers are good and bad. Four years ago, I've got the date in a in spiral notebook I wrote down. He, the person come in and was complaining about the dealership. He said, I don't care what that dealership does as long as they take care of my customers. That's all I care about. Yeah, his customers don't get taken care of. They won't take care of anybody that just walks in off the street. Why would they take care of an F and I, a VIP customer? We don't, aren't we all children of God? Aren't we all equal? Don't, shouldn't we treat everybody, no matter if they're rich or poor, the same? You know, I, I get... I get upset with salespeople I've had that get all messed up because somebody's credit's bad. I explained to them, you know, you could have had a health issue. You could have had a death in the family. You could have an accident. There's all kinds of things that can put us in the turmoil and put us in debtor's prison and, and cause havoc to our credit. And, but, I mean, these people, hey, we're all together. I mean, there's only four blood types. Which blood type will work? My blood will work and your blood, wonderful. But, I mean, we've got to treat everybody with respect. We've got to treat people, as, as the Bible says, do unto others as you'd have done to you. I, I want to treat people the way I want to be treated. I want to tell them the truth. I want to do what's right. I want them educated. I want them making better decisions. A gentleman in his Ford truck, 
I, I told him, I said, keep the truck. You're making a mistake. He said, Randy, I want to sell it to you and buy something else. No, it's not advantage of what you've got. I want you to be there. I, 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 want, to, I want to be able to face you after, in a month from now, a year from now, whenever, and say, I did my best at that time. I'm hoping you're doing your best. I, you know, you're in that situation. But don't get excited about somebody financing. Hey, I've, I've learned something the last few months. Patricia's taught me that you can get people financed. You can do a better deal. And, and that's what I want. So if you've got your income tax check coming, don't do rapid refund. They take way too much of your money. You'll end up giving them 30 35% with all the fees. Wait on your income tax checks and start studying what you can buy, what you can get bought, anywhere, anyhow. Go work now for the decision you need to make in the middle of February. Start talking to people, seeing if somebody has something for sale. Talk to your neighbor. Talk to friends. I talked to a guy at HEB the other day, and, and uh, I handed him my card and talked to him. I said, I'll give you free advice on what you need. So he, I said, give me a call. Here's my mobile, 830-708-4789. That's 830 830- 708-4789. God bless you. Hello, Kathy. Thank you. That That's right. Title loans are the highest and the worst interest rate in the world. And 99% of them get, uh, hello, Karen, get repoed. And they're at the auctions and they sell them. So, I mean, you'll pay back more in six months than, you, than the loan. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Hey, treat everybody right. Tell the truth. Be kind and loving. I love you, San Antonio. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Tell 20 people Randy Adams buys the good, the bad, and the ugly. God bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.